Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. All right, this is not a test. This is not a test. It's an emergency. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast with me and Toby Morse. Last night in Los Angeles, we went to go see Eric B. and Rakim. This is not a test. Again, this is not a test. This is an emergency. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. All right, so... The people asked for it. You knew it was coming. So here we are. So last night, less than a few hours ago, me and my friend Toby Morse, one of the original uh, guests on the I Am Rap Poor Stereo podcast Hello. before we went really big time, um, <laughs> we we went to go see Eric B. and Rakim. Um And it was a fantastic show. And I'm going to be totally honest, and I said this to Toby when we were in the car, uh, uh, leaving, we would have done this emergency podcast leaving the venue. Totally. We were hyped up. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to cover everything that led up to this show. We're going to cover uh, Toby's story about the last time he attempted to go see Eric B. and Rakim. We're going to uh, cover who was at the show last night and who wasn't at the show last night. And I'm going to tell you right now, this might be the last time you ever hear from me in podcasting, social media, uh, movies, television, or any form, because I might just disappear. Because uh, <laughs> after after what I experienced last night, I don't really know what more to do with myself. Yeah, it was uh, the realest shit ever. So Toby Morse from the band H Two O, the PMA King. Hello. Um, it's less than a few hours since the show. Yeah. How do you feel? Like, just you, you take the fo- the floor. You, you've had um, a lot to say about it. Yeah, you I always mean, have a lot to say about a lot of things. I, I, it, it was it was surreal. I mean, the fact that um, 
Does they still sound the same? Um, yeah, they sound. Rakim's voice sounds yeah, perfect. He's fifty years old. His voice is perfect. The songs are incredible. That they stood the test of time. Uh, the diversity of the people in the crowd singing along. Um, the fact that he's pioneer. The fact that um, for me personally, I feel like he's to hip hop what Prince is to pop music. He is like. A Why genius. do you say pop? I mean Prince. Because, because Prince. Why do you say Prince? Prince is a genius. He's mysterious. He wasn't all yeah. the internet. He wasn't all the television. He just did his thing. Yeah. Prince never really swore. Yeah, he he. I think he has one curse in his whole catalog of rock and music. Yeah, and he never said the N word. So anyway, it was amazing. We got to meet him, which was another thing. Thank you so much for that. He's like a bucket list person. Incredible show. Well, you, that was the first time you not. That was the second time I met him. And, okay. and, and and the first time I met him, I talked about it on the podcast. It was it was a surprise. So I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like last night, we knew we were going to see Rock Kim. We knew we had all access passes. So I, I assumed that I would I would meet. But you're them. excited. I've never I never I, yeah, I've been I've been with you. Met Jay Z three times. I never see you get. You're like so because you know him. But you the picture I have of you two together. You look like a kid. You look so excited. Like it was like it's a big deal, man. It's like. He is like a god, man. He is. When, when you first met him, because the thing, and, and the thing about meeting Rakim is because he's, one of those lines in his song is so low key that you might not see me, incognito, taking, taking it, easy. it easy. That's real. Like Rakim was in his prime of all primes. He was never out and about, never a lot of interviews. He, like there was a, myst a mystique about him. Which is opposite of rappers now. Which is and that's fine. I mean, even even back then, it's opposite of it's it's opposite of just stars. Yeah, like he he just always had this mystique and he kept this mystique. So when you met him, like we 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 went, it was like there were separate little uh, backstage. There was a green room, but like there was like separate like little sort of quarantine curtained off areas. Yeah, and his his man that's probably been with him for years. Like he had like a couple of dudes that you know they've been with him the whole ride. Totally. There was about three or four dudes. Yeah, you know they were all about fifty. But they were old school dudes, maybe a little older. You know they've been through the whole Eric B and Rakim ride. When you got to meet him, like when you saw him, yeah, it's surreal. It doesn't it's like oh my gosh, Rakim. It's a, yeah, it's just, it's just surreal because you grew up loving this person, listening to the music, looking at all the records, all the way they dress, everything. Let's just say he was. I just want to say what he was wearing. He was wearing an all denim Levi's jacket, jeans. Brand new Timberlands, like all creased. He's just like a per. He's like everything you want him to be. Still, it's it's crazy. He's man. everything you want him to be, and his voice. Like when he yeah. gets up, he's like, "Yo, what's up?" Like the way he Dude. speaks. Like he talks that New York shit, hard body. Like he talks that New York, Brooklyn, Long Island, like hip hop shit. Like he's on that shit. He, he is for it. real. He epitomizes it. Yeah. He epitomizes the shit for real. Nothing more, nothing less. N nothing, and it ain't no put on. Like that's no. that's him. 24 7 the way we got to the show is uh you know i had been talking about the show or uh, going to the show two months ago yeah i, I mentioned going to the show with the, that i was going to go with you i mentioned i was going to go with meta world peace who who, who we didn't, i didn't wind up connecting with but the day of the eric b and rock kim show i thought i was going to be working on atypical and at one point during the middle of the day like midday i told toby we might have a fucking problem because <laughs> i thought i was told i was going to get out of work at 11 and even and i was like no i'm not getting out of work at 11 and i told the people at work i was like yo I know this is the last day of production. I know we have shit to do, and I know you guys could care less, but Eric B. and Rock Cameron performing in L.A., we need to move this motherfucking shit along. And and when I got to work, I was like, we need to fucking... Eric B. and, my, and Rock Cameron performing. Toby came to visit me at the set. Yep. It's the last day of filming of Atypical, and I was like, yo, 
let's get all our work done here at Atypical, but we need to get this motherfucker wrapped the fuck up. I, I witnessed all of it. Let's just say this. So you're an actor. That's your job. You're on set doing a TV show for Netflix. You push the whole entire schedule to come see one of your favorite rappers. How come other people didn't do that? Who? who let's keep it funky. Yo, there was there was a handful of cool motherfuckers there. Yeah. My man Atheon Crockett, the comedian, funny motherfucker. Tom Green. Tom Green was there. Jodeci guy. One of the kids from Jodeci. Black Eyed Peas. One of the, yeah, some Black Eyed Peas. And my man Michael Ely, the actor with the green eyes, has the gets the girls all, or gets yeah. the girls all giddy. Other than that, That's in it. Los Angeles, it was packed. How many people fit that theater? Over a thousand at least. I mean, it was packed. Yeah. In Los Angeles, where was Kanye West? Where were the other rappers? Where were the other actors? Every rapper where, lives where, here. Yo, every single person in Los Angeles should have been there. I thought it was going to be a star-studded affair. Me too. All these motherfuckers like hip-hop changed my life. Where were you at? Eric B. and Rakim have not performed together in, in years. Over 20 years, yeah. In years. Where the fuck was everybody? That was really weird to me, man. I mean, there was dope people there, and it was cool. It was packed. But it's like, in L.A., you expect... I expected a star-studded affair. Because everybody shouts him out. Everybody loves him. Everybody respects him. But everybody's so busy. Like, I'm so busy. You so were busy. busy to you go see Eric set. B. and Rock. Yo, you may never see that again. I know. You, you may never see Eric B. and Rock Kim perform again. You don't know when. I'm going to announce it right now. I, I said this to Toby. When I got out of work uh, and, we, and we wrapped Atypical and it's going to be a great season two and it's coming, it's coming in the summer. I said to Toby in the car, we, we, we started playing our shit. I said... Well, I said, I said, yo, I want to do an Eric B. and Rakim documentary. Like, I, it just came to me. Yeah. Documentaries are not something that you you can think too much about. It's an it's sort of an impulsive. Um, it is a it is a, a an emotional thing. And I was like, on the way to that show, I was like, I want to do an Eric B. and Rakim documentary. So I'm putting that out in the world. And the juju, yeah, but the to juju, speak right, yeah. that shit into existence to do an Eric B. and Rakim documentary. Because so I was thinking about like their career. The highs, you know, they broke up quietly. And I, I literally was like, I want to do an Eric B. and Rakim documentary. So, so I'm, just, I'm just saying that. So let's, let's walk people through the night. We were so nervous about getting there late. We got there early. We, we get to the venue. It's packed. <laughs> Eclectic crowd. Some people our age. Young people. All different colors. It's fucking packed. Yo-Yo perform first. We go into this backstage green room area. We get to go see the God. Rakim, <laughs> he he thanked he thanked me. He was like, "Yo, thank you." He was thanking me for that video that I did on his fiftieth birthday yeah. when I was like, "Rakim turned fifty. Yep. and he thanked me for that. Yeah, and the fact that Rakim even knows my name, he was like, "Rappaport." I'm like, like I've met everybody. Yeah. The only person in my life that I haven't met that I really idolize is Larry Bird. I've met all my actors, all my athletes. Rappers, yeah. All the rappers. Meeting Rakim, the fact that he knows my name is, you saw, I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on mm -hmm. here? So, you know, they're like, yo, the show's going to start. Everybody go upstairs. So we have these passes to be on the side of the stage. It's packed. It's crazy. Eric B, while we're walking upstairs, we see Eric B like they, they like I hadn't seen Eric before. He was like in on the tour bus. Eric B had on the Dapper Dan Gucci fly shit. So sick. We see him. He's like, what's up, Mike? He's all mild-mannered, soft-spoken. 
They introduce Eric B. He comes out. The crowd goes crazy. He's got the full, the full, uh, the, the the bomber, the Gucci Puffy, dapper yeah, yeah, damn yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Crowd goes nuts. They bring Rakim out. Crowd goes nuts. I don't know what the first song was. They do the first song. I forgot it was too. Was it Know the Ledge? No, it wasn't Know the, the Ledge. That's the end. Towards the end. It was like Got Soul or um, I don't know. Ain't no joke, maybe I'm not sure. Yeah, it was ain't I ain't no joke. Yeah. They did the first song. He's like, "What's up, LA?" He's talking people. Then unplanned, unplanned, Eric B says, "Yo, we got some friends here in the audience." Yeah. And he says, "Michael Rappaport says my name." I thought they were like, I just like, okay, like I give a like a nod my head, Facts. tip my hat. Toby saw it. Facts. People like, nah, come on stage, go on stage. He, they want you on stage. I go on stage. I'm like, why are you even speaking to me? I'm Michael Rapport. Like, this is Eric B and Rakim. Like, I'm like, literally, like, my, my wife even asked me, she said, Did you feel like you wanted to cry? I wanted to cry. Because the yeah. first time I heard Eric B and Rakim, the first, the first time I heard Eric B for president was in 1986 in Brooklyn, New York, in Howard Project. I had heard about the song. Mm-hmm. I heard about the song before I heard the song. People were like, yo, you got to hear this new song. Eric B and Rakim. Yo, the WAP. They were talking about. So when I first WAP. heard it, I had heard about it before I actually even heard the song. Like, that's the way the shit worked. You caught like it the, when you could catch it. Exactly. So they're calling me on stage. All this emotion is running through my head. I'm like, yo, this is fucking nuts. Yeah. I'm literally like, this is crazy. Like dream and shit, yeah. Like, and because you go back to your childhood, you're like, yo, yo, I'm 15, I'm 16 years old. They're on stage. Rakim's voice sounds crazy. Eric B, Eric B sounds dope. He's just back there DJing. Now, I, I'm going to say this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. And, and, and I hate to sound like I'm bragging, but I am. You should be. They called a bunch of cool people on stage after they said... Invited me on stage. Now, again, I hate to brag, but I am. You're the first one they called up. I'm the first one they called up. And you danced. Well, that, we're going to get to that later. But they called up my man, Atheon Crockett, my man, Michael Ely, kid from Jodeci, a couple of dope producers, this one, that one. But the first person they called on stage was me, Michael Rappaport. Facts. And, and so, so, again, I hate, to, I hate to sound like I'm bragging, but I sort of am. You should be. It was a big moment in life. That's a huge moment in life, actually, last night. I'm glad I got to witness it. That's huge. So they're doing all the joints. They're doing all the songs, banger after banger after banger. And, and as, a, as a fan of Eric B. and Rakim, like I said earlier, the mystique around them, you know, they, they, were, never, they were never out on, on Front Street. You never really got a sense of who they were. The music spoke for itself. They were low-key in the videos, low-key in the interviews. Like, they, like, they, like they, there was a mystique about them. I got to know more about Eric B. and Rakim's personalities watching them live on stage than being a fan for over 30 years. Agreed. Eric B.'s got a dry sense of humor. Yeah. Rakim was so talkative on stage in between yeah. songs, um, acknowledged his son, so loving with his son, kept like going over there sort of being like a father to himself, like totally. breaking his balls a little bit. He's got yep. a 30-year-old son. Yeah. But you could tell he loves him. Uh, you know, he, he, they were literally like right in front of me <laughs> a few times. Like he was like, what's up? How you doing, man? He talked to his son. You could tell his son's like, yo, leave me alone. 
He yeah. loves his son. Yeah. But the the banter between Eric B and Rakim and and Rakim talking to the crowd, you know, there was a painter on stage who he said was his cousin. He kept calling him Picasso. Yeah, yeah. He was making a live painting on stage. Crazy. At one point, um, Eric B took out of a bag, out of a Gucci bag from the Gucci store, took a scarf out, put it on. Rakim did. And Eric B was like, yo, that shit is fly. And Eric Rakim's like, yo, yo, this shit is dripping. This is Gucci, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And then he puts the, puts the uh, it, I think it was a bit, he puts the scarf down and then the painter, who's doing a live painting, cuts a piece of the Gucci scarf up and puts it into the painting. It's crazy. People freaking out. But the way they were talking to each other and 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 the, the sense of humor that both of them had, that yeah. Rakim and Eric B had, literally, being a fan of theirs for as long as we have, you never have seen them talk that much and be no. so lighthearted and have so much fun. They were having fun. fun. Yeah. You know what else is cool, too? Coming from a person who's actually in the band and plays, and sometimes I don't know what the set list is, and sometimes you want to have a set list where <clears throat> it's a mid-tempo song or a super fast punk one. Rock, Rock Kim's like, okay, are we gonna do all the fast songs now? Let me know because I need basically saying like you hit me with all the fast ones right now in a row because that's kind of hard to do. And he's like, all right, whatever, hit me with it. He kept playing all the fast songs in a row. And Eric B was and, and Rock Kim was like, oh, you trying to make me sweat? Like they exactly. they, they, they were having fun. Yeah, like, totally. They they know the songs they're gonna do, but I I I think last night, especially after being on tour for like you know this is probably like the twelfth gig, like they've been doing this so long, like it was so good to see them enjoy themselves. Yeah. And let's keep it real. Eric B and Rock Kim is a group that broke up. They broke up. Yeah. No one knows why. I have no fucking clue why. You know, I'm sure it's the regular band stuff. And if and when we actually do this documentary, find out. we're going to get into all that. People want to know for sure. People want to know. Like, you know, it's like, you, you like what, what, why something so good? You know, why, why do you stop it? But but you can tell while they're on stage, chemistry's there. The chemistry's there, and they enjoy each other. Mm-hmm. And and it, and it was fucking, it was dope to see. So they're doing every song. They're doing Know the Ledge. They're doing Mahogany. They're doing uh, uh, the ghetto. Uh, the, the, yo, I got video you dancing for that too. Now that I said great. in the car, on the on the car right there, the ghetto is one of my. That's one of my favorite songs. Period. And I said in the car to Toby, I said, yo. This song, because it's like five and a half minutes, it literally could have stopped at the first verse. I said yeah. that to you in the car. Mm-hmm. The one thing I will complain about with Rakim, Eric B. and Rakim's show last night, they did the, the first verse of the ghetto, and then they stopped. Too, yeah. And I said, I thought they were going to stop it and do the second verse, because in the second verse, he, go, he does, when I had sex, I left my name my on next. next. Yeah. My trademark was... Le-. They didn't do... because I think it's because it's a long song. But I said second verse, and Rakim heard... Somebody, I don't know if he knew his name, was like, oh, y'all trying to make me work hard tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted the second verse of that shit. I was losing my fucking mind. The two songs that I lost my mind off the most were Paid in Full at the very end. Yeah. And The Ghetto. Yeah. So they're about an hour, an hour into the show. Eric B says, yo, Rappaport, I'm on the side of the stage. I'm not trying to be a part of the show. I am not there to be a part of the show. I'm not to be in the show. I'm just there, mm-hmm. bugging. No one told me this. He says, yo, Rappaport, we about to bring it back to the golden era. Come out here. Come come right here. Yeah. Come right here. Eric B says that. And I got to say, every single thing 
that has happened in my life since 1985 through last night at around midnight culminated and prepared me for that moment. Mm. I knew exactly what the fuck was going down. I knew it was time for Eric B as president. You could see the video. The whole place was videotaping. He said, come right here. Pointed to right in front of the fucking DJ, the DJ booth. I'm behind Rakim. I'm in front of Eric B. Eric says, yo, you've been supporting us for 30 years. Set this off. Throw up the peace sign and let's set it off. Throw up the peace sign. I said, make him, make him clap to this. And then he drops the song, make him, make him clap to this to show our appreciation, DJ. Goosebump shit. Yeah. And I said to I said before they start, I said, I said this. You can we're gonna put the video up. The video's up. I said to Rock Kim and I said to Eric B, I said, yo, oh, we whopping? I didn't say we're gonna do Eric B as president. I knew it was time for Eric B as president. And when I said to him, oh, we whopping? Because when Eric B is president came on in the 80s, that's what you did. You the did wop. the fucking wop. Yeah. And and Eric and Rakim said, oh, you know what it is. He already knows what it is. And they dropped that shit. And I stayed right the fuck there in front of the DJ booth <laughs> and whopped it up the entire fucking time. Yeah, you did. The only thing that was disappointing is that my man, Atheon Crockett, who can really dance and really do all that fly shit, he didn't break it down like I asked him. Because I, I said, come on stage and whop it with me. He, he, yeah. he, he held it back. Yeah. But I, I, I literally was thinking to myself. Sick moment, man. I'm 16. I'm in the fucking park. The first time I heard this song, I remember hearing it on the radio. No one had the tape. There was no, yo, check this shit out on your phone. I remember hearing it. It was probably on, it was either a Marley Mall, Mr. Magic, or Red Alert. I remember where I was when I heard it, and I remember everybody doing that same disc. Now, they might have done it better than me, but I was rocking to that shit. Mm-hmm. And I was having an outer body experience. Straight the fuck up. I believe it. Here like, I never would have thought, as a fan of Eric B and Rakim, I'm 48, Toby. Yeah. I never would have thought, out of all my years of listening to that song, that's like, Eric B for President is my favorite Eric B and Rakim song. Eric mm-hmm. B for President is, that might be my favorite hip-hop song ever. Mm-hmm. I never not listen to that song when it's played. Yeah. I never would have imagined being called, summoned on stage by Eric B and Rakim to start the song and to whop it the fuck up through the entire song. It's huge. You might not ever hear from me again. Like Toby, (laughs) like like there might be no phone, there might be no Instagram account, there might be no no Twitter, there might there might not be another I am Rappaport stereo pocket. It might I might be gone. Like, yo, he, he Jimmy Hoffman, he's gone. We don't know where he is. Like, what can you tell me? After that, yeah. You exactly. can't tell me shit. But my ego is big right now. They asked me to come on. And, 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 I, and I have to say, I answered the bell. Yeah, I wasn't did. nervous. I was prepared for the moment. You were excited more than nervous, yeah. You weren't nervous at all, huh? Everything in my life prepared me for that moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I wasn't fucking nervous. Yeah. I was ready. I was ready to, and it plays into my strong suits as a not a good dancer. That's the only dance that I can do. Yeah, yeah. Is the wop. 
That's the only I dance that. that I have in my arsenal. I whop mm-hmm. it to every song. Yeah. It could be any other rap song, any fucking jazz song, any reggae song, any other any any rock song. Yeah, I'm gonna do that dance, yeah. and that is the song that you actually are supposed to do the dance for. Everything came together like the the all the planets were aligned yeah. for me to be on that stage last night with Eric B and Rakim. It's amazing. It's historical, man. I can't wait to people see the video of it too. Did you sleep good? Not really. How could you sleep after I know, that? So I was like high off the show for sure. <clears throat> How can a person sleep after that? Especially you, because that was just a big deal, you know. But we were tripping. I know. Maybe we could talk saw him after the show. Like, what do you guys think of? Like, he was like, he's like, Isaac, yo, what'd you think of the show? I was like, is that a real question? Yeah. First of all, his voice sounds. It sounds like Rock Kim. Voice is so clear. Playing all these shows sounds perfect. Not even like not even horror. Just I don't know, man. So he's like he's like not real, man. Yeah, he isn't real. And and you know what I realized when I was watching him perform last night, and and this has been said over and over about him, the rhymes that he wrote are so intricate and so complex and so so well thought out, and so um, there's no missed syllable, no missed word, no missed beat, yeah. uh, and they're so thoughtful. They're so thoughtful. Yeah. Um, that's the thing when I was watching him perform and listening to the lyrics and like, I was like, yo, man, this guy, this is not hype. This is no, this is no um, uh, a buildup. Like you're watching the songs, like they're literally like scripture. It sounds like crazy, but like when you're watching like all these years later, it mm-hmm. sounds like scripture. And when he was writing them shits, 18, 19, he was a kid. I know. Like when he came out, he had like the beard and all that. Those pictures, of, they were yeah, young, yeah. 20, 21 years old. And the shit that he was saying was so, so complex and so, just so thought out. So, yeah, so smart, like he, so yeah. much care went into every, every verse. As a, yeah. As there, there's not a, a missed, there's not a missed word mm-hmm. in any one of his songs that he performed. It, and they, they performed about, they performed all of them. They and, performed everything. And the beats banged. It's like, it's hard to find an artist now that the lyrics is, is a great lyricist, but the beats are terrible. You know what I mean? There's a lot like that. How can we have both like great beats and great lyrics? It, 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 was, it was fucking great. So you never saw them perform together? I tried to in 1992. Okay, what happened? 1992 at the Ritz, I went to go see them uh, with Nice and Smooth. and uh, The Ritz in New York City. The Ritz in New York City. And what's crazy is that his son, who I met last night, he was 30 years old, he was the son who came on stage with him for the first couple of songs. So they played like one or two, maybe two songs, and all of a sudden you hear like a lot of people yelling, looking down at the Ritz, and it's like all people sitting, it's like a theater, and there's two, there's two staircases, and people are yelling across the staircases, and then the lights came on, and all of a sudden people started shooting guns, and then everybody started screaming, and we all ran, Isaac was with us, a whole bunch of us, we started running down the fire escapes, Everybody just freaking wow. out. The show was over. I never got to see it. That's crazy. It was really scary. You see that people come on stage and run and grab him and his kid and drag Holy him off stage. Holy shit. And so I mentioned it to his tour manager last night and his son. And his son said he was there. And his and the right. t- tour manager said he was there too. It's crazy, man. So That's I, crazy. So I never got to see him. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know what else to say. Um, like I like I said, you you may never hear from me again. You may never you you may never see me again after last night. You can't tell me shit. That's why when uh, uh, listeners of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast and, and Toby, like I said, like when when these when these cornball whack ass motherfuckers want to pop shit, talk shit out of the side of their mouth, and these little internet social media trolls, you can't tell me jack shit. Eric B. and Rakim, they don't even know you're fucking, they wouldn't acknowledge you. I was on stage whopping it up with them last night. True. It's true. Don't tell me anything. I might be done. I might, my, my, you might, I might get on a horse and ride off somewhere. And you're going to be like, where are you going? I'm like, why are you asking me questions? I've said it all. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be interesting if you do a doc about them and how many people that didn't make it to the show tonight tried to hit you up to be in the doc. That's interesting because so many people can shout this dude out, give him so much props, props and praise as the God, but they can't make time to come to the show. In they, LA, in it's LA, not like we were in like, fucking some like random city. It's been like tw- almost 30 years since you performed together. I know you're never too busy to go support somebody that you were inspired by and somebody that you love. And I watched you change your whole entire um, day yesterday for a show that's on Netflix. You fucking was so hyped. They changed the schedule because it was so important for you to go support and see Airbnb and Rakim. And anybody could have, anybody had the power to do that. That's all. I just, I wish I saw. It was an incredible night. Yeah. I appreciate you taking me. I got to meet Rakim. It's yeah, a I'm glad dream. we went. Me it was too. dope. And, but it's like, I, I was really, I was surprised there weren't any rappers there. I was, there was no rappers there. Um, there were no uh, hipster actors there. None of them. And, and they're not, all in LA. And I'm not just saying it's because he's Kanye West. I'm just saying, but if it wasn't Kanye West, I'm not trying to diss him. Everybody's dissing him. He's going through shit. If it wasn't Kanye West show, everybody in the mother would be at the show. And that's true, right? Listen, it is what it is. I'm just going to say this. This was, this was not a test. This was not a test. This is an I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast premium emergency podcast. This is real life shit. This is real life uh, it, it, it had to happen. Uh, it was a great night. Eric B and Rakim are, are on tour. I highly recommend you go to see them um, while uh, they're still doing their thing. It was everything uh, that it was cracked up to be and more. Toby, it was a beautiful night. Great night. Thanks um, for having me. It it, if I don't answer my phone, if, if, if I don't respond on social media, that's just because I'm gone. I rode off into the sunset. Like, mm-hmm. I, I am all that. Yeah. Like, I, I, mean, I am all that. I'm all that. Yeah. yeah. Like that that last night like it's like it's like a suck my dick moment. <laughs> See I am Rapport Stereo Podcast, Emergency Podcast, all Eric B and Rock Kim, live from LA show with Toby Morris, the band H2O. We're out. Exclusive for the people that have downloaded the I am Rappaport app. 40% off everything. We have beautiful butter soft t-shirts. We have the me and G Moody. Hand-drawn championship podcasting t-shirt, the sucker shit t-shirt in white and in black, the Stickman 33, shout out to Pat Ewing t-shirt, all I Am Rappaport butter soft t-shirts and hats, all merchandise available now for everybody who downloaded the app, 40% off, we're practically giving it away, shout out to Crazy Eddie. Use the promo code CHAMP and rest assured. The more you wash the t-shirts, the more you wear the t-shirts, the better they get, the better they feel, the softer they get, the softer they feel. Because they're butter soft.